Blog Talk Radio. Well, there you go. That's a really cool song. I thought what we could do is we could um, lead that in on a Friday. Um, welcome to Friday. Welcome to a special edition of um, the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. I'm waiting for my co-host, Spencer Drake, to call in. But I do have Mike with me from Hollis Brown, and that is – sorry, my throat is, like, going there. Um, that is a really cool song to open up with. Um, let me bring Mike in and uh, 
what I wanted to let everybody know is this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And uh, we're going to talk about um, Hollis Brown and um, the Native American. Uh, it's actually not a Native American. What am I saying? American rock and roll band um, named after a Bob Dylan song, the band of the ballad of Hollis Brown. So I am going to bring him in because he's in, in New York right now. We are very limited on time today. So there you are. Are you there, Mike? Hello. Hey. There you are. Hey. Native American, that's a good one, huh? I I like I'm thinking Native American. I see American. Nobody's described our band as Native American before. Well, there you go. So I'm the first one, Native American. Actually, you guys are an American rock and roll band. So um, here we go. Um, I know your uh, band is named after a Bob Dylan song, The Ballad of Hollis Brown. And that song was just um, a really kick-ass to open up with. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that song and about Hollis Brown and about yourself? And I'm just going to let Absolutely, you go with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. That that song you just played is called Run Right to You. It was the latest single that we put out. And uh, it's done awesome really well for song. us. It's gotten on uh, yeah. A cool advertisement for Abercrombie and Fitch, and we recorded it all in one day live. Actually, wow. it took a really long time to develop because me and the guitar player John Jonathan Bonilla wrote it. It was one of the first songs that we'd ever written together, and we've been a band since uh, 2009. And we put our first record out in 2013, and this just came out in end of 2016. So it really took. Mm-hmm probably a long time because we just never found the right feel for it. We had a bunch of different directions and lyrics and ideas, but um, we always believed in the song and we just kept working at it, kept working at it. And finally we got it to where the band felt comfortable recording it. And then uh, everybody seemed to like it. So we were, we were lucky enough to be able to put it out through a label called Velvet Elk uh, and Julian Records, which is a label that we're on and run by mm-hmm. Jesse Mallon and a friend of ours named Don DeLego. We put it out and it's doing, uh, mm-hmm. doing really well for us. And we got, we got kind of lucky that we were able to record it so quickly, even though it took so long to write it and get it down. And wow. Uh, yeah. We've been a band since 2009 and, we kicked mm-hmm. it around New York City for a long time, just trying to perfect our craft. And we believe in songwriting as our main, you know, I always feel like my favorite bands are ones that have the strongest songs and are able to have the right vibe to match those songs and play together around the songs. And so that's something we worked at for a really long time. And we kicked it around New York for a few years, just trying to find the right people and to play in the band and find the right songs and uh, when we did that we went down and recorded our first record in 2012 and we uh, were able to put it out in 2013 on a live records and we've pretty much been on the road ever since the record did really well in Europe so we've been out there kind of touring a lot in Europe and that's given mm-hmm. us the um, ability to then growing in the in the US and we made our second record in 2015 and we've been on tour opening for some of the biggest artists and, and, and also playing in some of the smallest, you know, you know, basically finding any place we can play and growing our fan base. And now we're at a point where 
we're doing really good and we've built it so now our next record we're about to go in the studio we just finished the west coast tour and uh we're gonna go in the studio oh, I and make you a out record here. And, and next year Shoot. next year we'll be back out uh well i'll have to catch you on the west coast because that song's great and i know you've played with a lot of really amazing people just not only just yourself you've um I was reading a list of a lot of the people that you've played with. Um, you want to uh, tell us a little bit about that and who you've opened up with? And sure. Yeah, we've also, been, you know, we've been really lucky. Yeah. We've gotten a chance to open up for some huge bands like the Counting Crows for a full na- uh, mm-hmm. American tour, which is three months, and amphitheaters and amazing places and Citizen Scope, and we got a chance to open up for the Zombies, a great '60s classic rock Yay, band. Yay! I love for- the Zombies. Yeah, they were fantastic and really great live. And it was really inspirational for us because, you know, they're in their 70s and they're still playing. And that's something that we... Is that amazing? Amazing. Yeah, huh? it's really amazing. And it's something that, you know, gives us hope that maybe we, you know, something to strive for for us. And we play with great uh, West Coast artists named Jackie Green, who's really good. I don't know if you know him. Um, he's doing really well. And Jesse Mallon and... Uh, yeah. Lucero. I've had, and jo- I've had Jesse on a yeah. couple times. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse's a great friend. Jesse on the show. And a band called The Heartless awesome. Bastards. We've just been playing with a lot of great people. And some, like I said, some of them are some of the biggest bands, and, and some of them are at our level. And it's just great to play with musicians. What about the collaboration you did with Bo Diddley? Talk about that. Um, well, we had a song on our second record called Three Shots, uh, what's the name of the record, and we got a chance to work with the Bo Diddley Estate on finishing a song that Bo was uh, writing right right before he passed away, mm-hmm. and uh, the head of the estate came to see us at a concert, and she liked what we did, and uh, she sent us this file, and we got the courage to say, hey, maybe we can put our twist on it, and so we kept his guitar and we wrote a song around his guitar part, and it's called Rain Dance. And we all really liked it, and we put it on the record. And it just got featured in the uh, new Michael Keaton movie called The The Founder about uh, McDonald's. Oh, you're founder. kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Uh, we're really proud of the song, and it's just a dream come true because we're big, obviously, Bo Diddley and rock and roll fans. So it's a mm-hmm. songwriter's dream. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, this is really great, and I'm I'm excited to hear that you're working on a new album. When you release that, I'd love to have <laughs> you back because I know that we're very limited on time today. I think Spencer's finally calling in, and he's going to have to catch up on speed with us. Hold on, Spencer, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was had an emergency. I just got on. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here. We already talked about um, who they've opened up with, and he's telling oh, me a little bit about what's going on. And he and and the band's going back into the studio right now, and they're going and they're wow. working on a new album. Good. So, um, yeah, and you and the opening song I played right right to you, and we're gonna close with "Wait from Wait for Me, Virginia." But um, what I wanted to ask you really quick, um, Mike, was I know that. You um, said to me, since we're limited on time today, you're doing a lot of songwriting. So do you write all these songs yourself? Well, it happens in different ways. You know, um, Mm -hmm. usually it's myself and Jonathan Bonilla, the guitar player, who is your other founding member of the band. 
mm-hmm. do a lot of the co-writing and a lot of the uh, kind of template of the song, and then we take it to the band, and then the band, it, then it changes with the band, and we have a great band, Andrew Zeno on drums, Adam Bach, um, keyboards and vocals, and we, um, you know, for us, it seems to happen where we write a song on like an acoustic guitar or piano, and we have the song and the melody, then we take it to the band, and then it morphs a hundred different ways until we feel like a band, everybody in the band is happy and proud of it, you know. And then we go into the studio, and then it changes again while we're recording. Because, you know, when you're playing a song together in your in your room, it sounds a certain way. And then you play with a band, and it feels a certain way. But then when you're actually in the studio recording it and you hear it back, certain things you thought were working might not work. So it changes again and it changes again. And then in the mix, it changes again. So it's constantly evolving in that way. Um, And we've also been, you know, fortunate enough to work with other co-writers on songs like the Bo Diddley Estate. And uh, there's a new song that we're writing with um, Bruce Sedano, who is a very famous legendary songwriter who's written some nice. It's for Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, Donna Summer, Michael Jackson. So we're writing a song or two with him, and we're writing with uh, Adam Duritz and, and Dave Emmergluck of the County Crows, maybe on a, on a song. So And Jesse, we've written some stuff with. So we're kind of sponges, you know, and, and we're always trying to be creative. And if anybody we're, we're with, uh, we, we hang out with a lot of different artists. So songs tend to just come out with whoever is around, you know, but usually it starts from me or me and John or John coming to me. And, and then from there, it, it's all, it always grows into a different flower. You know, I wanted to bring oh, yeah, in no. something. I wanted to ask you something myself. You know, my, it's great. The, the second album is really great. I mean, it's a, oh, I, I listened you. to both albums. I, I find that the first album was kind of like, it sounded like your first album, but the second album is really on a big jump. You know what I'm saying? And creativity, you know? Well, thank you. Yeah, we did that intentionally. Yeah. So the first record, we, uh, it was our first time out, you know? We were, we were really want, we were in the mindset to be a band and make a record all analog and all live and kind of just do it, you know? And we were yeah, yeah. very limited on time and budget and all that. So we went down and we just recorded it all. Pretty much live, right to tape. What you see is what you get. No editing. Oh, that's awesome. Real wrong garage rock, you know. We mm-hmm. put it out, and then we never wanted to be one of those bands who makes the same record again and again. So it's, it's, you know, and as a band, whenever you put a record out, you're pretty much fighting to be able to get back in the studio to do another one. So we got, lucky, you know, we were able to make our second record, and we wanted to show that we can elevate our sound and, and production and we can kind of grow. And so we did mm. three shots and, uh, and we went for it and now we're going to go for it again. soon. <laughs> yeah. They're going back into the studio, Spencer. And you know what? I wanted to say something that I know you'll love um, yeah. about you releasing your, um, you pressed it on Starburst vinyl, your record that was limited oh. to 800 copies when you first came out with it. On World Record Day, Store Day, in 2016. <laughs> Let's wow. talk about that. That's kind of exciting. What made you do that? Yeah, well, we, um, you know, we're, we want to be one of those bands that releases a lot of music. So when Record Store Day comes around, we usually are scrambling through our vaults to 
see if there's anything we can put together to just put a release out. So we have the two original records, but we also have done two record store limited edition albums that are usually 500 or 800 copies that are just released on vinyl and in record stores all around the Mm -hmm. country. And the first one we did was the Velvet Underground tribute record. So it's a a remake of that, of the Velvet Underground loaded record, which is one of Mm -hmm. the first records that we bonded over when we were starting the band. And um, Mm -hmm. the one, the last one we did, I guess last year in 2016 for record store day was limited 800 copies and, it's called Cluster of Pearls, and it's just uh, it's an EP basically. It's six songs that are we nice. had that we recorded, and they kind of didn't you know we recorded um at different times and you know when you're making a record you record all these songs and and for us we try and pick the ones that are cohesive and these songs that were on Cluster of Pearls that we did for Record Store Day we um they were kind of like the oddballs you know they didn't really fit with any album per se so we kind of just had these songs and we're like well we really like these songs but they don't fit anywhere so maybe they would just fit together as being kind of oddballs and and uh we just put it out and uh, it sold out and um oh, we great. just like releasing music and we like writing songs and, and putting music out there and, and we were lucky that record store day picked us i think we were one of 300 releases um total so that was pretty cool achievement oh, wow. that they, uh, they like what we're doing and they, and they put the record out for us. That's amazing. That's great. Did you have any questions, Spence? Because I know that he has to get going. No, I, 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 when he brought up the Velvet Underground, you know, Mike, I wor- we worked on the 1993 live tour, major packaging for the Velvet. and um, Oh, yeah, we listen to that record all the time. That's a, yeah, that's so a, uh, I'm glad you connected with that. CD, I, I see you right? have a really big connection with Bob Dylan, too, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked well, about that. Yeah, we're, we're big fans sorry. of songs. We're oh, big no, fans okay. of songs and um, and songwriting. And and when we were trying to name our band, we couldn't really think of anything. And we saw the Rolling Stones pick their <laughs> band name off of the Muddy Waters song. So we said, well, who's an artist that we can maybe you know aspire to even come close to? And and Bob Dylan's the best songwriter. So we went and we just kept. And Hollis Brown kind of stuck because it gave us an identity, you know, instead of feeling like we're uh, different, you know, we're, we have a collective goal with uh, with a singular name under Hollis Brown, and, and it, it's working. <laughs> we can't yeah, yeah. It is working. Well, what about your producing working. of the albums? Who gets involved with the production, the producing of the albums? Uh, the first record was produced by a really great producer in Nashville named Adam Landry, who we really love. He's done some great work uh, throughout his career. If you get a chance, you should really look him up. He's yeah. fantastic. He's great. And, yeah. uh, three, and he did that and Cluster of Pearls, and um, the, the latest record store day. And um, Don DeLego. Uh, produced uh, Three Shots And Don is another great artist Great songwriter He works with Jesse Mallon a lot And they, they own a label together And We had, hey Mike, we had Jesse, we had Don on our show already We had Don on our show Oh, you had Don on our show? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had produced, Don and Jesse uh, on, yeah You know, awesome. you know what yeah, I wanted to great. do, Mike? Mike, I want to give your website out real quick Because I think it's a really cool website I think it's important that people see that Absolutely, yeah, HollisBrown.com. Yeah, HollisBrown.com is the website, or if you want to follow us on social media, it's uh, Hollis Brown 
or Instagram and Facebook are Hollis Brown Music. Yeah, you're everywhere. I know. Yeah, we're out there. You know, we, we we've been fortunate enough to been able to you know travel to a lot of the world playing our songs, and we're we're ready to make the best record of our lives and do it again. That's amazing. Well, we both want to wish you the best of luck on your next, um, you know, album, and we would love to invite you back um, when you sure, uh, get that done and release it. Um, right. When are you thinking you're going to be back out on the West Coast? I missed you when you were out here. I didn't. Where Where did yeah, you we, play? Yeah, we just missed us. Uh, we were all over California this time. We pretty much were a couple well, weeks out in California. Where are you? Where I'm in Sonoma. So where did you play? Sonoma. Uh, we did San Diego. We did um, Los Angeles. We did Buellton. Uh, we did Oakland, San Francisco, Sacramento, Fantastic. Santa Barbara. Um, wow. You did a nice West Coast tour. Yeah. That's, that's really state. fun. Beautiful state. I have to definitely uh, catch you when you come back out next time because that would be time, really yeah, fun. Once the new record's out, once the new record's out, we'll be out there again and, uh, Maybe we'll come in the studio next time and do it live. Oh, and, yeah, and then no, you're gonna you're cool. gonna play New York, right? Of course, right? Right, Mike? Oh yeah, definitely absolutely, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna play everywhere. So we're looking to do a full American tour, full European tour, get up to Canada. Hey, really? Wow. Do some other South American stuff. So yeah, we're 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 gearing up the rest of this year to make a record and I, I want to ask you. Right I, I got to ask you a more more of a mental question on music. The third album that you're going to be working on is that that's going to be different than the second, right? I mean, the second's really good, but you're thinking differently, right, for the third album? Well, you know, it's not, we don't know till we do it. But uh, yeah, I think we're we're writing different songs. Certainly, you know, I mean, we're yeah. growing as people, and we're you know all different uh, professional and personal places than maybe we were before and more experienced and we've, we've gotten to become a tighter unit. So I think um, I think we're going to make a better record, you know, hopefully. Uh, it's definitely going to be but different. The sound, be different sound. Yeah. the sound is great. Yeah, the sound is great. Really, right, well, Holly Mike, said the sound and, is really great. And, yeah. you know, you. I can't wait to hear what you come out with next because yeah, – that's- yeah. Um, when we when when we close today, I'm going to be playing a song, Wait for Me, Virginia. Before we end our show and play that, because Spence and I are going to continue on after we play that, we're going to go into uh, pop culture news, which I know that you have to go because you've got a prior engagement. But I wanted to ask you, do you want to tell our audience a little bit about um, Wait for Me, Virginia, what that song's about? Sure, yeah. Wait for Me, Virginia came about because I was listening to all those Lou Reed, Velvet Underground songs, and I realized that there were like four chords over and over and over. So I wanted to write a song that had about four chords that was more of a story and lyrical and had a great hook, kind of like a Sweet Jane kind of a vibe. And um, Mm -hmm. the concept of of missing a loved one and having them wait and, and just the idea of waiting and how much of our life we wait for things, whether we're online at the bank or whether we're in traffic and you have to calculate that, how long that would be, you know? So I wanted to, the idea of waiting kind of came into mind and I wanted to have each verse be a different story about waiting. So the first, uh, the first verse is about someone who's in prison asking, writing a letter back to a loved one at home and, 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 
the person who's waiting at home is a girl named Virginia for all of the characters. And, mm. and, and so the person in prison is asking Virginia to wait for him. And then the second verse is someone, it, it's a tie and it, it's someone like me on tour or someone who's away at work a lot. And, um, asking their loved one back home, hey, wait, I'll be home soon. And then the third one is about a, a soldier, someone in the military who's on, who's on wow. away um, and asking a loved one to wait. So, yep, that's the song. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell. That's so neat. That's so neat. <laughs> yes, no. Okay. Well, thank, that's, thank you so much really for having happy. me on. I really appreciate you're it. You're the best. Mike. Hey, no. by the way, you're a great guitarist, Mike. Great guitarist. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Holly's got to see you play. You. Holly's got to see you play. Yeah, I definitely do. And um, I wanted to say to you, that's a really cool song. I can't wait to play play that song. And uh, I wanted to say to everyone that missed this show, the show will be available afterwards if you missed it on the beginning on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media um, on on demand. So I'll let you go now because I know you have to go somewhere. And uh, we're going to play Wait for me, Virginia, and then Spence and I are going to be back right after that song, and we're going to do our pop culture. So thank you so much for being here today and giving us your time. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Hey, take thank care, you Michael. So much. Much. Take and care. Here's wait. Yeah, thank you. And here's wait for me, Virginia, and uh, Spence and I will be back right after that, and we will be going and doing our pop culture. Here you guys That's go. That's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
to do pop culture news. So away we go. Who wants your city's papers? Who wants your city's guns? Who wants your city's papers? Nobody in the world.
Well, I, I want to make one exciting announcement um, yes. before we get into um, our uh, pop culture news. Yes. Um, I launched Red Velvet Media TV dot, um, today. So oh, Red Velvet Media TV dot com will be up and running soon. And wow. um, we'll be collaborating on that um, with some interviews um, that we'll be doing with oh, some of the great. people with uh, down in Nashville and other places. And then we're going to oh, be covering great. some other things. So this will be cool. We'll be able to go live to all these different yeah, events love that. All, over the, all over globally. So incredible. you'll be um, seeing us everywhere. That'll be um, the site's up, but um, it's not out on the net yet. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I have to call the guy sure. afterwards. But anyway... Welcome to um Pulp Culture News and um uh let's let's go for it. <laughs> I just kinda I'll, I'll go for the really New York rundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not, that's not, we gotta talk about that more too, by the way. Uh also uh, I'll give you the New York rundown. August seventeenth, Alexandro Escovedo, who has been on mm-hmm. our show, we love City Winery. Uh, interesting show, August 22nd at the Cutting Room. Steve Vai, one of the great guitarists. Uh, oh, awesome. at, at, yeah, Isn't that incredible? September 6th, mm-hmm. we have our friend who's always on our show, Willie Nile at City Winery. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Then we have a big, you know, we're doing this 40th anniversary Dead Boys show on our show, uh, September 15th. And September 17th, they're going to be playing the Bowery Electric um, October 15th, Anthony DeCurtis with his new book, Lou Reed, uh, A Life, and, and so honored Judith and I are in the book. He interviewed us. Uh, that's at 92Y. And, of course, November 3rd, Anthony, Anthony will be on our show discussing the book with us. So those are kind of, kind of some of the great events going on in New York. Yeah, but you just went to an amazing concert. Let's talk about that. Well, we got we got this. Uh, all of a sudden, I got a call from my friend Larry Jaffe. We did an award event called the Alex Awards, based on the um, on the famous uh, first first of the album designers, uh, Alex Steinweiss, which many books have been written on, uh, dedicated to him. We did these shows years ago. All of a sudden, it was silent. We decided to bring it back. All of a sudden, I got a call from Larry yesterday. He was the founder, great music writer. Of course, Larry was on our Lou Reed. Uh, a tribute show he called in mm-hmm. and he's he's formulated this show which is just on vinyl and it's all about the 12 inch 10 inch or 45 sleeve vinyl sleeves to uh awards which will be uh also hooked up with jack white's third man label which is huge and we're going to have a point speaker like craig braun who worked on the design of sticky fingers very and a grammy award winner in packaging also and uh, Judith and I are, are judging and formulating, actually, the judging committee, which I used to do for these awards years ago. So it's going to be very mm-hmm. exciting. And it and just shows you, uh, Holly, the vinyl thing, we, and you and I have always talked about this, and we just talked about it today. So it's, uh, you talked about it today. It's uh, vinyl is back, and this is going to be an award strictly a vinyl show. And it's going to be in Detroit. The conference will be two days in early November uh, I believe it's on my birthday, November 6th, and another day in Detroit. So I, it's according to the schedule. I might go there. Uh, Judith may be working. I don't know. But that's another thing. But it's very exciting because it's going to be a very big event, and it has to do with vinyl. And, oh, my God, right, Tolly? 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. And you know what I wanted to talk about? What I thought we were going to talk about was the blonde. Was uh, you just seen Blondie recently? Oh my God, the Blondie concert! You just struck a <laughs> nerve, right? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The Blondie concert was unreal. Blondie with Garbage and um, Dead Valley. Uh, this group, these two girls that are from LA, dynamic on the tour with them. And uh, Shirley Manson, need I say more, lead singer, Debbie Harry, lead singer. What what was interesting about Blondie, uh, they're a new band. They've got added musicians. They've got, um, it's a whole new, it's a whole new, it's like a new Blondie, you know. And and I know as Mm -hmm. Hollywood was interesting, they only played a couple of their old traditional songs. But most of the songs that were covered were other songs that maybe no one's ever heard. They're incredible songs, though. So the show was really cool. It was like a new look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Shirley Manson, they garbage is incredible. I mean, that group is another great group. So it's like, how? And you you said this to me. How do you have a bill with two major musicians on the same bill? You know, right? Uh, going on mm-hmm. a tour, and um, within by the way, a dynamic opening. I'm hopefully getting uh, right now the that group Dead Valley on our show. They're incredible. And um, and also we've got a Clem Burke thing coming through also for a show for us, which would be very cool. And Clem is unreal on drums. I mean, he's like, Ed Stassium said he was like Keith Moon. I really believe that. you see, you got to see him play. It's unbelievable. He's like mm-hmm. a whole trip. And Chris Stein was great on guitar and blah, blah, blah. You know, the show is dynamic, absolutely dynamic in New York. That's awesome. Well, um, and you've got the T-shirt. I got, about... I got you a T-shirt, and I got the same I T-shirt. I know. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the concert itself. What kind of people were there, and what was the well, yeah. reaction? That's a very, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, there were, it was, it was really a mixed crowd. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of young people. Wow. Yeah, really a lot of young people and older people. It was really, it was very interesting. You brought that up. It, 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 it was really a mixed crowd. It, it was a lot of young people and a lot of older people, which really shows you where that goes, you know. And Garbage hasn't played, they haven't played in 22 years in New York, you know. So, and mm-hmm. they had a big following there. A lot of young people. It's very interesting you brought that up. Very good point you brought up. Because usually you get, you know, you're right. You you get you have shows where there's a lot of either older people or you get just young people. But this was a very mixed age group. It's very interesting. It's really cool, actually, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that that's really important. Um, I like, I really like the um, fact that there's a lot of people that are going to be playing with them. So, you know, yeah. garbage played with them. Let's talk a little bit about the people that played too as well. Well, yeah, I mean, um, they, Oh, by the way, we're going to be doing a garbage show, which people should know about. That'll be, that's getting together. Now we have the book, Holly and I have the book. So we'll be doing a book review also. Um, there, the, that group is like, wow, I don't know. How do you go into that? Um, they're really incredible musicians. I mean, they're just really um, the singing, singing is believing. You know, what's also amazing in the show, Holly, with the, was the, the 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 set design and the lighting, unbelievable. I mean, it was just an incredibly uh, incredible show. And of course, uh, they did a whole trip with the, the. You have to see this though. The design of the bee integrated with the blondie background. You know, with different mm-hmm. visuals. 
sun, this whole thing with bees swarming, <laughs> you know, and they had all mm-hmm. this visual stuff that was outrageous. I mean, the show was very beyond music. It was a very visual show on all ends, and, and Garbage had their visual thing, and Blondie had their visual thing. It was really amazing, and it was all well done. But the musicianship was unreal. The Blondie uh, band is interesting because they added a keyboard player, and they added an extra guitarist, um, two extra guitarists. So, the, and plus you have the drummer, you have Debbie and Chris Stein. So the group is larger, but all the musicians are unbelievable. I mean, it's just I, you can't describe it on the phone. You have to see it, right? It's like a whole trip. Yeah, you know um, what was what were some of the things that were going on? Like, um, what was the production like? Uh, production meaning. Meaning the stage set and all that. Oh, yeah, the stage set. Well, that, that's what I was trying to describe as hard. They have, Blondie had, I think Shepard Ferry was involved because he designed the, uh, if people don't know, he designed the package for Blondie, and he's a great, he was in our book, he's a great rock poster designer, he's a great artist, major illustrator in our life. Uh, he did uh, some of the set design, I believe, for that because it integrates that famous B graphics that are in their T-shirts and different marketing things, and that's on a, a background set. In the background set, you have these screens, these huge screens behind them, and you have visuals, three different screen visuals going together, integrated, and just all kinds of different visuals from, I, I can't even describe There's so much stuff going on visually. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe, but the production was unbelievable. I mean, you're right. I mean, that, that area... Um, uh, was uh, really incredible. The visuality going on with the show is very high end, and uh, mm-hmm. but I, not to mention Debbie Harry with the bee costume that you talked about, right? The bee costume. Mm-hmm. She, was very <laughs> she comes on the stage with this bee mask and this bee, this big uh, over what do you call it? Not a coat or something with writing on the back, and and then she yeah, throws it, it off. Yeah, yeah, and then she throws it off and goes into the concert later. But you know that. Um, Anyway, yeah, the whole thing is a trip between the production and the music and the songs. And like I said, what was interesting about Blondie was they didn't play a lot of their old stuff. They really had a really cool way of looking at this, of just creating a whole different song choice thing, which is very, you know, brand new with some of their old songs. And the songs are incredible, what they chose, you know, incredible. Mm-hmm. You know? So that made that yeah, interesting you know. instead of... Yeah, I started hearing all the old songs again. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of made it mm-hmm. fresh. They really did a really beautiful thing. That's kind of cool, you know, that you get to see yeah. that. Now I know there's a couple. Like uh, you, we have the coffee. We have the coffee festival coming up soon. Oh my um, God, Holly! Yeah, I wish you could come out for that one because that's that and that. Yeah, there's a big coffee festival in October coming up, the middle of October, and we're going to have a show on that, of course, eventually. And um, that gets bigger every year. I mean, I'm, this is the third year I'm going. I think they started, yeah, third year. The, and it's growing every year, and they have all these vendors from all over come into this thing. And uh, just uh, going around, there's a trip, right? And then... Um, and and it's really a great experience for co- for people who are into coffee. This is unbelievable. I, I I'm surprised there's you know there's a bigger number. I, I I think there's still a lot of people don't know about it. You know what I mean? But I hope eventually. But they always draw a big crowd. I mean they always have a big crowd. It's probably going to get even bigger this year. You know, it's just a big thing. It's just a huge thing. 
Oh, do they yeah, have absolutely. it out there? Do they have Holly? Do you have a coffee festival out there? We do actually. Um, we have a coffee festival, and it's going to launch out here soon, from what I've been told. Wow. I'm not really sure exactly when, but yeah, yep. it's going to be launching out here soon. But um, I'm I'm super excited about all the stuff that's going on now with you know the pop culture and everything that everyone's doing. And today it was really awesome having Hollis Brown on, and I'm looking forward to all the amazing new new interviews that we're going to be having. A lot of we've got a lot of really great things coming up soon. Um, Listen, I'm excited about TV, Holly, you're bringing in. This is a whole, we got to talk about this one. This yeah. Is really, it's a whole exciting thing. My God, I'm really overwhelmed by this. This is incredible. This will bring the visuality yeah. of us to the world. This is really great. I love mm-hmm. it. Oh, man, great, well, great going. Well, you know, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be really fun because I really felt like, you know, I go to so many different events and I go to so many different places. It's important mm-hmm. to be able to bring it to the masses besides. Yeah just doing it on um uh what is it all the different apps like Instagram you can only do a live feed for so long and it only lasts for so long yeah. and then there's another there's another um there was another um what was that other what was that other app I know that I was using that other app for a while I'm looking for it mm. um the one where you go live and um, <laughs> as I'm sitting here, I'm trying to find it. Oh, it's, it's okay. The one, it's the one where you go live and you broadcast yourself live. And, you know, I should know the name of it, but I don't have it right in front of me. But, you know, it was really important that we be able to do something a little bit more professional. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah. you know, being able to, you know, have interviews and then them be up for a while live interviews with people um, is really important. And also being able to see things live um, and not having to worry about them expiring or whatever. Because when a broadcast is over on Instagram, it's off. And when a broadcast is over on this other app um, that I'm finding, um, you know, I mean, it's it's gone. It's done. So you don't have, you can't go back and you can't watch it. So I think it's really important that those types of things are really imp- that that we're out there and we're I giving agree. people the I choice. Agree. It's a great thing you brought up. So that you're doing. yeah, yeah. I'm very, so very glad Velvet to be Media. with you on this. Yeah, I'm very glad yeah. to be with you. Thank you very much. This is going to be really an important thing. I mean, this is like major actually. And uh, we've mm-hmm. already, I guess we talked about in the past about the way of bringing visuality into the interviews mm-hmm. and other shows, but now you're doing it. This is great, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun because I think that we're gonna be able to bring um, content in from all around the world. Wow. Um, oh, Periscope. That's what it was. It was Periscope. Oh yeah, Periscope. Yeah, I tried, right. I tried Periscope when I was working with um, you know the the people from Collective Soul, and uh, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it just. It just was like we did some in-store appearances and stuff like that. It just didn't really give us the kind of content and the type of audience that we really wanted. Um, right. I was finding a lot of the stuff on Periscope is really cool, and I think it's great people doing like a live broadcast, live blog. 
I think that um, we want to do something a little bit more professional and mm-hmm. um, not that it's not professional what people are doing. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying that right, right, um, right. we want to do something a little bit more that it can be there. And, you know, people, we can do interviews with people live that it'll stay. And then yeah, as, and also content, more refined, right? More refined. Yeah, right? yeah. A little bit archaic, right? A little bit of... Yeah, and then, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I love Periscope, but, I mean, I've gone on there so many times, yep. and people are Periscoping them driving through McDonald's. I mean, I <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, yeah, you're going to order a bait, you're going to order, you know, your chicken McNuggets and tell me what you're thinking about. And it's kind of like a live, I think it's kind of like a live blog feed. What I thought I could do is go a step further and just be able to talk to different artists and be at art openings. And basically, I mean, I've described it as um, that what, um, you know, basically, you know, that we're going to cover music, fashion, art shows, any kind of breaking Mm -hmm. news, uh, you know, rock and roll events, symposiums. Um, openings, red carpet events, you know, food events, yay, coffee events. <laughs> I mean, you know, this <laughs> is just bring events. one point out of the, uh, like a grain of sand on the beach, but I could go to the Tribeca Film Festival and be there. And yeah. Do and connect right away to people, right? Right there, like that. And right? I even say that, yeah, the moon, yeah, the moon. We're going to go to the moon, okay? Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. We're gonna take Holly, I think you're going media. to Pluto. I think it's even further. I think you're going to Pluto. <laughs> Saturn, baby. Saturn. That Jupiter and Saturn. That's right. Oh wow. I'd like to have go. a show on Saturn. I, we would we would then love I the show. Really <laughs> <laughs> can Holly will have the ring I mean, show on Saturn. The rings it's called. <laughs> the ring show. Then, Holly Steffi yeah. has visited the ring show on Saturn. <laughs> Then I could really be called Moon Girl, so there you oh, go. Oh, yeah, you know. wow, cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Moon very Girl, cool. yeah. Yeah. There's a really good like um, show out called Moon Girl that's actually an animated cartoon that's really good. But cool. um, there's a really great song by Barkley James Harvest called Moon Girl, and uh, I've cool. always kind of resonated towards that song. It's just such a great song. But um, Oh, great. Yeah, the site should be going live soon, and it's called... Um, it's redvelvetmediatv.com, and uh, okay. it'll be up. It'll be up soon, and um, I know we're growing. We're, we're it's the beginning stages, but it'll it'll start changing soon, and we're going to be adding is, stuff from the Indie Cafe. And this is big jump. Yeah. I, I wish us all, both of us, the best, and thank you for bringing me into yeah. it. It's a big honor, and. I think it's going to be it's a great idea you have. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yep. fun on top of it. <laughs> yeah. But with all that, what I wanted to tell everyone, it's Friday. Please don't drink and drive. And um, uh, go out and have fun and always be aware of your surroundings. And uh, we want to make sure everybody has a great weekend. And um you know, the uh, full moon is coming up, and there is somewhat of an eclipse, I believe, on the 7th with that. And um, I don't really know all the things yet, but I know that it's a, it's really kicking people's butts already. 
Oh, yeah. and I do want to say that um, I do I do want to say really quickly that um, we're losing a lot of people lately to very um, harsh, kind of sad, sad things, and we want to say that we're here to support anyone. And uh, if anyone feels like they really need help, please pick up the phone and don't be afraid to call anyone. Um, that's you know, I'm only saying that because, you know, True. We've, we've lost some people recently that we just, you know, it's hard. So yeah. You know, with that, people. yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and I just, just want to say one last just, word. The ordinary people, too. The people that yeah. are out there that are feeling despair or anything, you know, please pick up the phone and don't be afraid to call anyone, you know. Yeah, I totally agree with you, hon. Totally agree with you. Yep. I want to say I want to say the I want to say the last word. Pollinator Blondie. Pollinator Blondie. (laughs) Yep. There you go. I wish I had a Blondie song to play right now, but with that, we'll end our show. Yeah, (laughs) that'd have been cool. That would have been cool. We'll be we'll be back next Friday, and next Friday, who do we have next Friday? Who do we have next Friday? That's a good question. Who do we have next Friday? Who's on uh, first? <laughs> we have Mars on next Friday. Wait a minute. We have oh, – oh, now this is interesting. A group that I met at a Marcus Abbey party and the uh, Grammy oh, – cool. uh, he was apparently a Grammy. Gerard and Laurie, I believe. I, I, get, I don't know uh, cool. if I got the name right. Gerard and Laurie, they're two – two-piece group that played at Marcus Abbey's event one time at his house, and they're great, and he was involved with a Grammy song or something, you know. He's a, they're really mm-hmm. great musicians. Very, You like them, very low-key, very spiritual, and they're supposed to be sending us CDs, too, you know, so oh, awesome. take a listen. Yeah, see what you feel, you know. Anyway, so that's next week, and then we got a lot of a lot of great people coming on in the future, a lot of great people also. Mm-hmm. Dorian Williams, for one, with his new Morrissey mm-hmm. movie called uh, England is Mine, about the young Morrissey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's a whole It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's, it's so many. And Ricky Bird will be on with his new CD, and um, the, the list is endless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be cool, you know, having, having um, everybody on. But I wanted oh, to but, say to hey, everyone by again, the way, if Orion yeah. Williams at date, if that conflicts with you, you could always switch it, you know, if you want. You know what I'm I saying? Know, I know, it's fine. That's totally Is cool. It? Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. It's that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, and we'll be okay, so we'll there. be all good we're with there. that. Yeah. Everybody have a good weekend, right? Everybody yeah. have a good weekend. And with that, I want to say thank you. I'm sorry you uh, had a little emergency and I'm glad you uh, were able to tune in. And again, well, if you God, missed yeah. the beginning of the show, guys, make sure to check it out again um, on uh, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk right at the end of the Indie Cafe or on iTunes. And uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone. And uh, have a good weekend, Spence. You too, dear. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys later.